The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Next on Life Today, even after heart failure and kidney failure, missionary partners Peter and Ann Pretorius continue their passion and commitment to helping the poor in Africa. It still absolutely hurts me in my heart when children starve to death. You know, I, I honestly believe with all my heart that it is the right of every child to at least have one good meal a day. Who have we got? Peter and Ann Pretorius, our missionary friends that we've just grown to love and share ministry with through the mission field. Well, you know, they actually were part of changing our lives about mm -hmm. 30 years ago when we, uh, we saw love in action so clearly that it was something that was contagious in a glorious way. And Betty and I came back here seeing a very legitimate need, undeniable, and the, what a little bit of love can do so easily. And the perfect cure, the perfect miracle. And we came back not knowing what you would do. You've overwhelmed us with the love of God. Would you welcome Peter and Ann Pretorius back to life today? Thank you. All the way from Johannesburg, South Africa. And they we have nice planes, but it never gets any shorter. It's a long way. It is a long way. Yeah, and we're just glad you're here. Peter, you tried to die a couple of times. We won't go into detail. I mean, you weren't really trying. You just did. You just died. And then you're, you're a miracle to be alive. And so the prayers have been answered. You were dead long enough that your mind should have been gone. It's not. I mean, I know Ann can debate that a little bit, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But we know God just did a, did a miracle. But I, I want to talk about the miracle of our coming together. Yeah. Because when you took me and showed me what I would call poverty of the most extreme possible, and you showed me what just lack of food and proper nutrition does. Yeah. I, 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 there's no way to describe it. And it so shocked me that I said, man, we may move over and help you. And you, you weren't unkind, but you made it very clear. Well, don't stay over here. Go back, get us help so we can do the work and not be empty handed. That's basically the message. So we came back after going over and going with you into the pit of hell yeah. and then seeing what love could do, we came back. Okay, that's been 30 years. Tell me your impression of the miracle of what happened with that connection and us coming back and talking to the people who are watching us right now all over the world. What happened? You know, I'd been through that experience, James, where 30 people were starving to death a day. I mean, I was there 10 days and more than 300 people died of starvation. For me, that was extremely traumatic. Um, and I came back and we managed to put together three truckloads of food, which we took up by convoy. And when we got it there and we distributed the food, I mean, it was gone in like two hours. One ration to every person and the food was finished. 
And you know, I came to the instant realization that I cannot do this thing on my own. And I mean, I said to the Lord, I can't do this on my own. It's not possible. I don't, I don't have the money. I don't have the means. I, I have the willingness. I mean, there's a, there's a desire in my heart to, to help. I, I can't take seeing children die of starvation, but I can't do this on my own. And I mean, it was just a little while after that, that God sent you on your mission to, to South Africa and that we met and, you know, from then it's been this partnership that has saved the lives of at least 13 million children. It's like all heaven broke loose. Yeah. Instead of all hell breaking loose, mm -hmm. it was already there. And well, your impressions is. when you saw yeah. it, because the connection was miraculous. It really was miraculous. And it was an answer to our prayers because we realized that you had influence and an audience that we don't have. And it, it was a, a case of complementary gifting, working together for the greater purpose for the kingdom of God. Because what you could do and what we could do were opposite. And yet we could be united in purpose and vision and compassion as God knit our hearts together for that greater purpose. And 30 years later, it's been totally miraculous to see what God has done. And on top of all of the hard work and the results, we've got great relationship <laughs> and wonderful yeah. friends. Well, you really are. <laughs> and you know, not only that, but our, I know that every time we went over there to be with you and we went through and saw to the different places, I mean, just, nothing there and children starving, some of them dying. Yeah. We, we had to experience that too and it was so sad. But when we would get back home, I know James and I would just kind of look at each other and just say, I know we were over there to be a blessing because we could come back and share our hearts and people would help. But we always came back feeling so honored and so blessed that God chose us to be a part of what he wanted to do over there. So we always felt that way, like That's we got beautiful. the blessing. Yeah. We, we understand that because it's been such a blessing for us and a privilege to be able to, to help the poor. I think it's the biggest service that you can do in, in the kingdom of God. It's the least of these, the yeah. overlooked, the forgotten. Yeah. 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 And you know, the thing that's developed with us over years, James, and I, I really, you know, thank God for the opportunity to talk about these things because one of the things that's been a major blessing for us is that I've always known that I can call on you. You know, when we've been through really, really tough times that we've come up against things that need, you know, instant attention or I can call on you. And, and I, I've, I've understood that the kind of, uh, of people that you have helping you through the program, they're people who respond. Mm -hmm. I knew that we won't go away empty-handed mm. because I knew that James's supporters won't let us down. Yeah. You know, and, and time and time again, that's been the truth. So it's, it's, it's not only been a, a partnership and a relationship with you and Betty, it's, it's kind of gone beyond that and really experienced the love and the compassion of people who support 
your ministry. Well, it's just thousands and thousands of people, but it's one person at a time. The people look and they see, and they meet the need. So the, the miracle that's happened is, like you said, it's the viewers. Yeah. When one person says, I'll take three kids, I'll feed them. Five kids, I'll take 10 kids, I'm gonna help you. Peter, that's the miracle. That's the miracle of love. You talked about, Anne, about us being brought together yeah. with our unique differences, yeah. and yet they're important differences, mm -hmm. and we come together like a healthy body connected, and all the body parts work right. if we're submitted to the right head. Mm -hmm. That's the way the church is supposed to work. We're trying to inspire the whole church to work that way. So, okay, we've been doing this for 30 years. What are your hopes? You, you've told me when you and I had a meal here just recently, you said that we've registered. You just mentioned a while ago, 13 million or more kids' lives saved physically from starvation. But we've registered. This is where they signed up, got material. Over how many million? Just on 12 million. 12 million people have committed. Do you all think that's amazing? When you say it's a pretty good deal, save 13 million lives, but how about 12 million people saved for eternity? So to say that mission feeding is effective is almost an understatement. Okay, tell us where we are today. What, what are you praying for right now? Because I know you see what's out there. You've told me that you've been training teams for years. We've been helping mm -hmm. you do that. We never even talk about it. We just do it. You know, we've told people a time mm -hmm. or two, we're gonna train people in the language and teach them to go out and win people to Christ. We're doing that. But right now, what do you want our viewers to hear that they would take to heart and say, step up in prayer and step up in support. What do you want to see happen right now? What's on your heart? Firstly, James, that we can get into every country in Africa with the gospel. You know, um, I get, my only frustration is that we don't have the money to expand because we have the ability. We have the ability to train new teams. We could take that gospel, the model we're using into every country. In their language. In their language. Yeah. Absolutely. Every, and every we have 50 hours group. of discipleship. And then secondly, you know, that it still absolutely hurts me in my heart when children starve to death. You know, I, I honestly believe with all my heart that it is the right of every child to at least have one good meal a day. And really, you know, that's all it takes to stabilize all it Because takes. of the balance that you put in, we're asking our viewers to help us upgrade the food factory. You yeah. know, we built several of them together, our viewers. Mm -hmm. And then the one I know you're talking about is a very important one. And to be able to upgrade and produce more food rapidly, you continually improve the quality based upon the need in the area by getting the right mm -hmm. nutrients in that particular area for to meet their needs. And so if we, we've asked uh, $216,000. And when I hear, and, and I pray that, I mean, you know, we're coming to the year end and make great year end gifts, $1,000 for some of you, it's huge. Some of you give 10,000 or more. I pray to God you will. What better place could you put it than changing lives? So we need that upgrade. But when you were talking about that a moment ago, and I'm thinking, okay, we got 400,000 kids that you've located right now. Now, some of them were just starting up in their area. We're just brand new to them if, if we get the support. But you got others who are already there and we're beginning the process, but it needs to continue for months. Sometimes it needs to continue for a year. And then we move it into schools, get the kids going to school, yeah. feed them there once a day. So the whole process is just miraculous. Wouldn't it be great right now for all the viewers just listening to your heart cry? We just say, I tell you what, we're going to step it up. We're, we're just, you're going to get inundated today because there's not a single person in Australia, not a single person in the United Kingdom, nobody in South America or Canada or the United States, not one person watching that went and said, Lord, 
What do you want me to do? Would it be amazing if every person who says, I know God, he's father, I believe in Jesus, I believe in prayer, I've heard a missionary's heart, not one child, and I'd say, I'm going to step up. And today, dear God, I'm going to make a gift. Every single one of you. Peter, I have an idea that I'll be able to call you by the end of the year. Say, Peter Pretorius, how many more countries you want to try to get this year? And you tell me, and I, I want to be able to say, we're going to be able to help you. Now, Peter, this couple, we're pretty, pretty nice folks. Would you say we're probably pretty good givers of our time and our abilities and our Absolutely. resources? Would you say that? Oh, yes. We've always mm -hmm. been one of the more faithful supporters of this ministry mm -hmm. and our church. Mm -hmm. All right, let, let me just ask this. Would it be wonderful if we could just say we saw one of the greatest miracles the world's ever seen? Not only the miracle that you had heart attacks, yard shut down, everything's gone. I mean, everything's, you, you're just gone, you know? And here you are. And we'd say, well, that's a pretty big miracle. But what if we said, Peter, how about God fulfill not only your dreams, but his dream? Yeah. See, wouldn't it be great if we'd love each other like he prayed we would, and the world would know we're his disciples sure. because of the way we love each other, because we love him with all our heart, and we notice the least of these? Jesus yeah. said, this is the sheep. They noticed, and he said, when you did it to them, you did it to me. How many of us have ever wished I could do something for Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could bless Jesus. I wish I could give him some water when he was thirsty. Mm. But we can. We can give food. We can give water. Father, I pray for every person watching. Mm. The miracle of these missionaries who just literally gave their lives to go to the ends of the earth, to march into hell for a heavenly cause, and for us to be able to go with them. Lord, to know what it is to be held hostage, to be threatened, to be surrounded, to listen to the bullets flying in every direction, and know that you are our peace and our comforter. And we want to thank you that not one worker with their entire mission outreach has ever been lost. That in itself, God, is one of the most indescribable miracles I've ever heard of. And I have to believe it's because of the prayers of people who are watching around the world. So, Lord, hear our prayer right now and lead every person watching to give the gift that you put on their heart. In Jesus' name, I pray. I really believe with all my heart God is speaking to you. Peter and Ann, I, I'm in a moment going to give all of our viewers a chance to respond. Mm -hmm. What do you feel in your heart as I've made that appeal? I feel that they are going to respond, James. Uh, because, you know, if I could take everybody in the field, if they could hold one of those kids, they wouldn't feed one. You know, and it's, it, it's the challenge is to get people to understand. Firstly, to understand the trauma of these kids, and secondly, to understand how simple the solution it is, is to solve it. Absolutely. And you know? tell us your heart, Ann. I mean, Peter, I, I know what's going on inside of Peter, and I know how you gave your life basically helping nurse him to health. But right now, when you heard what your husband said a moment ago and what I just said, what do you feel in your heart? I just want, I just want to see the multiplication, James, because God has brought us in these 30 years to a place of having the model in place for multiplication. We've got a real sustainable model where we're training people in agriculture. The, uh, the components from the farm are being used to produce the food in the factory. We're doing skills development. We're having a massive impact on nations. And we've got new nations contacting us, wanting us to replicate this model in their countries. And and you know, the heart in Peter, although he was so close to not being with us, one of the things I've realized is the vision in him, the purpose in him, the passion and the drive to see this fulfilled is as strong as it's ever been. And, and 
his desire to just multiply, the work's not done. And I just know that that is so much what's on the heart of Jesus as well, is the work's not done. But we're his hands and we're his feet. We're, his, we're the finance, we're the means. We as the body of Christ are the means to be able to reach out and accomplish what Jesus came for. And there's no greater privilege than to know that he's utilizing us. And it might be for Peter and I and our team on the ground to be laboring and working hard, but we love what we do. Mm-hmm. And there are other people who can love what they do by writing a check, by donating, by praying, mm-hmm. by participating in whatever way they can. But God puts it all together into the most beautiful picture because in his heart, he has the heartbeat that cares for each one of those little ones who's fighting and struggling and battling through to be able mm-hmm. to survive. Not only that, those that are lost, mm-hmm. that are, are, are wondering what's life really all about. Right. We're living in these remote areas Horrible where conditions. our conditions are so bad. The quality of life is so poor. But they haven't connected with the when Savior yet. When love walks in, it overwhelms them. Yeah. It does. It's one thing to tell them about love. It's one thing to show them. You know, it's the gospel, the good news that transforms them. And how are they going to believe unless they hear? And how are they going to hear unless they preach? But bottom line, Ann, what you just said, bottom line, how they preach unless they're sent. Sent. That's what Peter's talking about when I go, mm-hmm. that we could go. It's the individuals, Betty, that send. You and I have gone to the mission fields. I've preached to millions of people. We've seen millions of people come to Christ, even in our crusades and our outreaches. That's all wonderful. But hey, what's the bottom line? We were sent. We were sent not only by God, we were sent by people who support us. We couldn't have even gone over to the mission field to help them if you hadn't sent us. We couldn't begin to do the things without us doing it together. So Peter and Ann, we love you. We're going to be praying that God shows us a miracle right now. Would you just say thank you, God, for Peter Pretorius and Ann Pretorius, all their family, their team, all the thousands of workers that are involved with the outreaches that we undergird and we support with our prayers and our finances, we meaning you. Now, I want you to look at something right now. You're going to see Peter and Ann's son, Esau, so gifted, so talented, and you're going to see him standing in an area where Betty and I stood in that same type situation years ago, and we watched a miracle. And I couldn't believe what I was watching with Esau. But now listen to me. Right now, you're the miracle. Yes, you are. And I pray you'll simply do what God impressed you to do. Watch, watch and pray, and then simply do what God says. And you will not only rejoice over it, but miracles will occur now and for eternity. Watch. We're here in this village where they've really been suffering with bad drought. They've had no real rain here in the last year. You can just see how dry everything is. This is an area where they would normally plant crops, but there are no crops being planted here. There's no food. There's also no life. In Southern Africa, Drought and famine have deprived entire villages of food. For the mothers of children in these areas, their only way of life is to plan for death. Grave, off to grave, off to grave. 
for children who have a name, children who mean the world to their mothers and to their families, children who don't deserve to die simply because their village was ravaged by drought because they didn't have mission feeding. You see, we can stop children from filling these graves. We can bring the cycle of death to an end if we just act. You say, but what do I do? How do I stop children from dying? This is how you do it. You open your heart. You give out of what you have. You give the best gift that you can give. You give mission feeding. You give life, life in the form of a bowl of food that not only fills a stomach, but empties a grave. Please, do it for the mother that doesn't want to lose another child. Do it for the children that don't deserve to die. Well, I'm so grateful for Isak. And I know what that's like to be there because I've been there too many times. And I've watched too many of these little graves dug right around somebody's little grass hut where they bury family members. And so often the graves are tiny. You know, Betty, I was thinking because we had a daughter fight for her life and lose the battle to cancer. A mother of three beautiful teenagers. And I know you care and you know how much that moves us. Only the miracle of God's grace can sustain us and even enable us to, to bear up. But here's what I want to, point I want to make. Let's just say somebody had a child near you that had a problem, a disease. And in your hand, you had not a hope, but the absolute perfect cure. Let's just say you'd heard about our Robin and Betty and I were there with her. And you were just up the way and you knew you had in your hand exactly what would make our daughter well. Would you not, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. I, I think you, would, you wouldn't even care if you could get in a car, you'd run. You'd run in the room with us or anyone that was fighting to save their child. And you'd say, here, here it is. It's not hope, it's absolute. It's guaranteed, it's a miracle. Well, I'm telling you, and I'm not exaggerating. We're talking about a miracle as simple as just giving food. Just giving food. It'll work. And it'll take a child so near death, a little body so emaciated, so thin, and a miracle occur. I'll never forget Beth Moore praying so hard over that little boy and Peter having to say to her, Beth, this one's not going to, uh, he's not going to make it. And Beth Moore went back. She prayed over that child and went back and played soccer with that little boy two years later. It's a miracle. But you know why the miracle occurred? Because somebody watching didn't just pray. They took what was in their hand and they gave. So here's what I'm asking you to do. Help us upgrade the food factory. I pray you'll be one of 216 people who give $1,000. There's some of you here as we've got year-end giving coming up. Great opportunity. I'm telling you, you can make a gift. And this is our last week right here for the support before mission feeding and this emphasis comes to a conclusion. So we need a miracle. I'm praying for it. If you could help us feed three, five, or 10 children, listen, 30, 50, 100, there is not one gift too small. This may be your first time to ever do this. 
It may be that you've done it before, recently, but I'm going to do it today because we're praying for a miracle. But whatever God's leading you to do, you call the number, go on the website, take a bank card, use it like a check, make the gift God puts on your heart. If you want to write a check, make it to life, but call us and tell us you're putting it in the mail. This last week, this year in gift, whatever, and Father, I'm praying for the greatest outpouring of love we've ever witnessed. I pray that. There'd not be one person that would say, I have in my hand the miracle you must have in Jesus' name. And remember, that miracle is born in love, bathed in love, carried and delivered by love because those missionaries are full of love. Thank you right now for calling. Thank you for going online. Thank you for putting that gift in the mail. But call us and tell us what you're mailing. And may God richly bless you because you just blessed somebody big time. In impoverished and famine-stricken areas of Africa, children are suffering. The need is great, and without food, they face death by starvation. With your support, you will help feed and care for children in crisis areas of Sudan, Angola, and Mozambique. With Africa facing ongoing food shortages and drought, we urgently need to replenish supplies and come to the aid of 400,000 children counting on us. Your life-saving gift of 30, 50, or $100 will help feed and care for three, five, or 10 children for the next three months. Please also consider an additional gift to help provide critically needed upgrades to our food factory that will increase overall production by a staggering 50%. This is a $216,000 challenge above our normal feeding budget that could help save even more lives. With your gift of any amount, we'll send you in the middle of the mess. In her new book, Sheila Walsh brings insight to knowing the peace and presence of Christ in the midst of life's inevitable messes. With your gift of $100 or more to help feed and care for 10 children, we'll send you Sheila's book plus the Arise coffee mug. This heat-activated mug reveals Isaiah 61 each time you fill it with a warm beverage, a wonderful way to begin your day. And finally, with your gift of $1,000 or more to help feed and care for 100 children, be sure to request our Determined Eagle bronze sculpture. This is the last week. Please call, write, or make your gift online. Well, Betty and I just want to say thanks. Uh, you're going to love this cup because this old plain cup does what every Christian needs to do today, and that's a rise and shine. This cup, you put something hot in it, it's going to look like that. And let's just get full of the Holy Spirit and a rise and shine with the glory of the Lord on us. Remember, this is the last week, great time for year-end gifts. I'd like this audience, all of you, just to really give a great hand of appreciation to Peter and Anne. We love y'all. They love you. Betty and I love you. Thanks for putting God's arms around people that need to know He loves them. Thanks for saving lives.
Next week on Life Today, join Dr. Don Felbert and Pastor Robert Morris as they discuss healing for your body, His temple. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.